want to, first of all, I think before we kick off, we should just take a couple of deep breaths. <sighs> That's really nice. Just get in that zone. Mm. No, because breathing is underrated. I reckon too. It is though, eh? I, yeah, I breathe. I try and breathe a lot in heats and stuff like that. So. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, I try and breathe because it's something that instinctively we do every day. Yeah, well. And we do every couple of seconds or whatever. See, I just almost got caught a breath then because I was talking and I haven't quite mastered the art of talking and breathing and breathing, at the same time. Breathing through it. But it is one of those things that I think is a little bit underrated, mm. breathing. Because a lot of people don't really take the time out of their busy lives yep. to focus on just a little bit of simple breathing. And they get stressed out during the day and they forget to breathe, you know, it all builds up and then they just unleash on yeah. someone or something, you know. Yeah, and so that's think, how people drown on land. Yeah, exactly. Um, it doesn't happen often, but I don't... I can't actually... I've never heard of a case of someone just completely forgetting how to breathe and then um, suffocating themselves. Yeah, I don't um, know if that... Would that even be possible? I don't think so. I think there's You'd have a, to breathe, right? There's something in your, in your, your larynx or... Somewhere in your body that just just makes you breathe. It just keeps you breathing. It's like a pre-programmed chip, you know, to say if we were AI, if we were robots, which we're not, but we could be, but we're probably not, but we might be. Artificial intelligence? Yeah, that would keep us um, breathing. Mm. Yeah. But all I'm saying is that um, it's good to breathe, and um, it's nice that we've had a couple of deep breaths before we've kicked uh, this off, and I'm feeling better now. Um, how are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. I had a couple of coffees, so a couple of breaths and a couple of coffees gets the system going, you know. Because that'll really get that'll you get moving. You, yeah. Coffee definitely gets you moving. Yeah. Um, it gets you moving. Talking a lot. Mentally and physically yeah. and um, digestively. Emotionally sometimes, up and down, you know, coffee. And emotionally, yeah. yeah. I find I'm at a higher emotional point um, when I'm drinking coffee. Yeah, me too. But then after, you like... Crash the crash yeah. the downer. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like if I go for a surf on coffee or yeah. something, and then like I'm having a bad surf, I'll just automatically mm. crash and just like freak out. Yeah, it's the same if you've been on a three day meth bender. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, oh I, no, I, you don't. Know. I wouldn't yeah, know. No, it's good. It's yeah. good that you don't know. Um, ah, it's a good coffee. My coffee's gone a little bit cold, yeah. but but that's all right. I don't mind a cold coffee. Yeah, an iced coffee. I think an iced coffee and a and a warm coffee that's gone. Cold, cold. Uh, they're two different I, things. I like. I'll take a coffee for a surf. Go for a surf. Come in. Drink my cold coffee. Like well, yeah. yeah. So you start bit. with a hot coffee. You drink half your yep. hot coffee before yep. you go surfing. Have a little. Go for a surf. Come in. Then you've got a. And then a little pick me up cold half one. Half cup after. of cold coffee. Yep. Holy shit! I think you might be onto something. Yeah, here. it's pretty good. Like, not a lot of people don't like cold coffees, but I don't mind it. I think if you like coffee, you like cold coffee, you like warm coffee, you like hot coffee. Yeah. I don't think it really matters. If you're no. an actual coffee fanatic, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. how you get your coffee. Same. Just as long as it's strong mm. and it tastes like coffee. Yeah. Has that kick. Coffee's good, eh? How was... Um, did you drink coffee in Japan? Japan? Um, not too much, actually. No? No. Oh, yeah, actually, we did. We had, yeah, we had buffet brickies. Buffet brekkie. Buffet but what kind of coffee do they drink in Japan? Um, they've got actually really good cold coffees in, in the 7-Elevens and the Family Marts. I pretty, we pretty much lived out of the Family Mart 7-Eleven over there. 
Mm. They're like Seven Elevens, but with like sushi. Seven Eleven. It's 7-11. like a, a dairy. Seven Eleven. It's like a dairy. It's the local yeah, yeah, Japanese yeah. dairy. Yeah. So they're like they've got everything. You can like live out of them. Fresh Do, sushi. Um, I don't know how fresh it is. But Do they have Indian sushi. owners as well? No, no, definitely not. Okay. Yeah. Japanese. Straight Japanese. Yeah. Japanese people. Yeah. Okay. And and so they had good iced coffee. Good iced coffees in the fridge. Um, just normal coffee. Press a button. Disperses the coffee out of a vending machine. Out of the vending machine, yeah. So they had robotic coffee, pretty much, and buffet breakfast. Barristers, yeah. yep. Barristers, no, oh, no, barristers. A little, little bit of sweetener, a little bit of sugar, whatever, milk. Yeah. How, however you like it. Oh, that's pretty cool. Because the they have vending machines for everything in Japan. They do apparently. I haven't. I've seen like the beers and the waters and the juices and all that kind of vending machine, but apparently there's some real weird ones out there there are some buzzy ones yeah. but with the beer ones do you have to have a license or an ID something no. that shows your age just so it can be anyone in and you get a you big can of Asahi it's three bucks good. and a big tin of Asahi yeah bang easy Fuck. on the street I remember I remember when I was a kid first yeah. time I went to Japan well only time I went to Japan actually I was like 19 and I was just hanging out by myself because I'm a loner and I don't have many friends <laughs> oh, well, I don't have many friends in Japan um, and I remember coming across like these vending machines oh, and going to those 7-Elevens yeah. and they just have this fridge stocked full of these delicious icy cold tins of Asahi mm. and I was like at the time it was the best beer I've ever had still pretty and good. still to this day yeah. it's probably one of the best beers that I've ever had it's a nice tasting beer just that delicious silver bullet mm. of, of goodness of eh? goodness yeah yeah. But yeah, some of the other vending machines they have there are quite weird. Yeah, I haven't seen... Did you see the undie ones? No, I didn't see the undie ones, but I've heard of the undie the ones. The undie ones. Is it like used undies? They're used undies. That's They're not even so fresh weird. underwear. Like, you'd think if you were going to have a vending machine, you'd have a vending machine that would dispense fresh underwear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just in case you've had an accident or awesome. you've been extremely sweaty yeah. and you're getting some gnarly chafe or whatever and you need to change your underwear because that happens. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can never have enough fresh undies or socks. Yeah, you know? I don't actually wear underwear, okay. um, so that's why I'm a little bit worried about the video with this because yeah, I'm not wearing right underwear. And, yeah, well, I didn't <laughs> want to get too ballsy, too ballsy. But yeah, it's it's a weird thing um, in Japan how they have vending machines for everything and they have one for used underwear. That is just why. It's just some people are different. There's different cultures yeah. like our culture. Um, as European New Zealanders, we don't really have a culture. But in Japan, <laughs> they have, in their culture, machines that dispense used underwear is, is something that gets their socks off, gets their rocks off, makes them happy, floats their boat. Mm. So, I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to question that. No. I'm not going to judge. I'm not judging. You know, a middle-aged At Japanese all. businessman, if he likes to... Um, wear whip down to the vending machine just down the road or and get an old pair of undies exactly. out exactly <laughs> I'm not going to judge a man by what he does in the privacy of his own home after he's gone and purchased a pair of uh, <laughs> used underwear out of a vending machine you know yeah. typically I like to get things like Skittles yep. or Mars bars or Skittles, something like that out of a vending Skittles. machine but you know some people like used underwear yeah um yeah, so the coffee was good in the Seven Elevens. The coffee was good. Yeah, yeah. Our buffet brekkie was a little bit funny. It was like I don't know, mixed with like miso soups and ramens, and then you have like these out of it eggs and like f- f- dried fish and. Oh, were they quite out of it eggs. Yeah, oh, like yeah. out of it eggs. You know, like yeah, not yeah. cooked properly. Like you look at like an egg, sludgy, like you know, there's pre-made. It's not even eggs. It's just like pre-made. Oh, like, okay, like watery. Yeah, quite real watery. watery eggs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So we'd have that every day, and then mm. uh, yeah, hit the Seven Eleven up, and we pretty much ate at this one restaurant for dinner every night for like six, seven nights. Yeah. In the road, because you know when you get in your routine and and everything's going well with the team and everyone's kind of having a good time and making heats and stuff, you kind of just you know keep your keep your keep routine. Keep that routine. If it works, you're all with it. So do you find that when you travel overseas, because mm-hmm. obviously this uh, event in Japan was the ISA World World Titles. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, it was in Japan, which has very different food yep. than than obviously here. Mm-hmm. Although I'm saying that we do eat a lot of sushi. Yeah, you know we do have Japanese, we do have uh, multi multicultural cu- cuisine here in New Zealand. Indeed. Um, but do you find that when you when you travel overseas, adjusting to the different kind of foods, is that something that factors in? For sure. I mean, traveling. For sure. When you said for sure, for that sure. sounded just like your classic, for sure. your classic interview <laughs> answer, eh? But I mean, yeah, no, no, sure, sorry, you know? sorry. No, no, yeah, continue. You know, for sure, you know. Um, no, nah, it is quite hard eating, like, kind of healthy on the road. I mean, you travel through the airports and, and these new countries that you don't know what food you're getting out of what restaurant, you know. Half of those restaurants in Japan are real, like, raw foods and, like, kind of, like, you never know, like, kidneys and raw chick like, some of it's raw chicken and stuff. Yeah. Kind of just don't know what you're going to get. You kind of go off the pitches. But, um, yeah. Because you can, you can, you can shine a turd and make it look like yeah, well, fried chicken. Yeah, exactly, know. yeah. Well, yeah. Not literally, no, but no, yeah. yeah. You could. So, we were kind of, we kind of just went to this one restaurant across the road close to the comp and pretty much went off the pitches. And it was amazing, so we kind of just went there every night. <laughs> so that was your thing. So yeah. they obviously didn't have it. They didn't in, speak English. In English, no. No, no, they didn't. And like, it was like a set plate. You get little fried chicken and what we thought was chicken and uh, ramen and like you know. Was it chicken? Yeah, it was good. It, it was, was chicken. Yeah, it was definitely yeah. chicken. Chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was like the one no, time awesome. where I went to Japan. You know, when I was by myself because I didn't have any friends in Japan. That mm. one time that I went when I was nineteen. And I didn't know what I was ordering, and the place that I was staying was an old traditional uh, Japanese family. Oh yeah. And uh, I, I didn't know what the fuck I was ordering, so <laughs> I, I, I'm not even sure if there were pictures. I just kind of like pointed, pointed to to, to something on the menu, and I mm. said, "Can I please have that?" And then they said, "You know, hajimamashite" or something in Japanese. Hajimamashite. I don't know what they said. It was that's the only Japanese words that I know. I don't even know what it means. <laughs> But they said something in Japanese to me, and I said, yeah, okay, oh, hi, gazanas. And hey, then they, hey. they brought out um, a plate hey. of baby octopus, raw baby octopus. Oh, yeah? Did you fry it up? Could you fry it up in the little plates? No, 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 no. no. They just, just brought it out to me, a bowl of baby octopus and a bowl of rice and maybe some veggies. Oh, yeah. And uh, it wasn't what I expected, because no. I expected uh, sushi. Yeah. You know, because I was in Japan and I was young. I was by myself, obviously, no mates in Japan. And I was expecting sushi because you're in Japan, you expect everything to be sushi. Yep. And it wasn't sushi, it was baby mm. octopus. But I ate the majority of it. I ate as much as I could stomach until I couldn't eat any more because the, you know, um, overwhelming feeling of um, eating baby octopus. Octopus. Yeah, oof. raw baby yeah, octopus yeah, yeah. kind of um, overtook. Any, any sauces? No. Uh, soy sauce. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's your go-to yeah. over in Japan, eh? Yeah, but it's one of those sauce. things when you go to a, a you know a foreign country and you don't speak the language and you're not familiar with the food mm. and you can get yourself into some some predicaments because can, yeah. eating is one of the best things in life. Yeah, eating know. and breathing. 
eating and breathing yeah. and I, we've covered a couple of those already uh, yeah um oh fuck worse though was when i don't know if i've told you this when i was in spain a few months ago and i bought this tin of what i thought was chorizo and it was um pig snouts oh my god and How was it? uh it was fucking revolting <laughs> oh, and I, i'll eat almost anything but when i opened up this tin of what i thought was going to be delicious chorizo and uh did it look like chorizo was there pictures no, it said chorizo on the can, but ah. then I didn't read the rest of it, and then chorizo so I started snout. eating it. I started eating it, and the stuff that I thought was like cauliflower or something, but it was actually the inside of a pig's nostril. Oh, lovely! So yeah, it was revolting, and it wasn't until I googled the the language on the side of the can to see exactly what it was that I found out what it was, and chorizo then I started snout. to feel real sick. Oh yeah. So I ate. So um, you reckon if you didn't like Google it, it would have been alright? No, it was still revolting. But when I found out what it was, yeah. it made it even more revolting. Uh, okay, okay. Like I, I didn't feel that well, yeah. and then I felt way uh, worse. Because yeah. you would have thought about when I Google what it was, mm. and and that's one of those things like, um, you know how they say ignorance is bliss. Yes. Well, in this case, when I was ignorant to the fact of what I was eating, it wasn't exactly bliss. But then when I found out what it was, it just made it that much worse. Mm. So if I hadn't known that I was eating pig nose. It wouldn't have been as bad, but yep. then as soon as I found out I was I'd eaten pig nose, it just made me feel that much worse. Yeah. And then I had a little spew in the rubbish bin. How was that that trip? That that looked pretty cool. <coughs> no, it was alright. Didn't go surfing though. No, I just walked for a month. Yeah, yeah, walked for a month. But on how's the pigs? Oh, they're good, mate. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen what I roll on here, but they I've got some heavy duty weaponry <laughs> downstairs. Have you ever just been sitting at home and making some toast or drinking a coffee or massaging your own feet and just been like, whoa, I could really do with a new surfboard right about now? Well, it's as easy as going online and going to mavericksurf.co.nz and getting yourself a brand new surfboard from the likes of Rod Dalberg, Luke Dorrington or Deathless. And starting at only $649, it's pretty much the same price as buying like three avocados. Um... But yeah, in Japan, like, how was, how did the event go? The event was I mean, fun. obviously you I didn't mean, fucking win it. We yeah, would have had no, a parade or some shit if you'd I won. I really wanted to do better. Um, my goal was to make the final, obviously, as every event. But for the team, I think me and Paige were kind of the captains of the team. And we, we, we just went over with our team. We had no management and kind of kind of had to go you didn't have management no we, we kind of had to go off our own backs when we were there so we were like on this hotel which was quite a far away from the event and then there was no shuttles to the event so we had to hire our own car and um there was no restaurants in the the hotel we were staying at it was super expensive to buy dinner it was like 100 bucks each a night mm. and we yeah we didn't really suss that out so it was kind of like a team thing that we all had to like get help each other out and like support each other and and get the cars and get everyone like you know organized for the, for the event and then once we got everything sorted it was like the whole team vibe we had levi uh zen elin raha and Paige and myself and uh yeah the whole team vibe was good um Paige did amazing she got second overall got a silver yeah, medal yeah that was awesome yeah um the team got ninth overall i think i got like 25th or th- I can't remember what I got but I, yeah I wanted to do better the girls did really good but we just had a good time really I mean we were laughing a lot with the whole team spirit was really good you we had were, good team morale yeah we, we were on the beach like right at the waterfront like supporting we, there was only six of us there so 
yeah, we're, it was an awesome time. Yeah, and don't you think that's such a an important factor in in success? Yeah, um, when you go away to an event like that, is just having that team camaraderie. Yeah, and everyone's like, you, you know, you kind of like um, push each other. Yeah, you motivate each other. Yeah, for sure. That's why I love like going on those team events and and representing New Zealand for for the world's events. Is it's not so like you know selfish because surfing in general it's pretty selfish you're is out it? there by yourself <laughs> is it really you know, you know you oh god know it's the most thing. selfish thing you can do surfing. Yeah. but yeah we'll so touch going, on that another time yeah so going away with the team and like you know you want your team to do well so you, your whole team finishes top five or whatever you want it to be um, yeah it's pretty cool being on the beach supporting and, and then your whole other team supporting you so you feel a little bit more confident and comfortable yeah it's awesome I love love those team events yeah, I haven't been. I went to one of those. You're trying to get in the management, eh? I was year. trying to. Yeah. I was rallying. I almost set up a petition to yeah. get me uh, over there to. Well, I, I wanted to represent New Zealand. I didn't mm. even. I didn't even get asked. You know, I, I'm not sure if you remember, but I actually won a contest and then came second. And the next one, that, yeah, because yeah. I beat you in the Man, first yeah. one, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it was whatever. But um, <laughs> I, I thought maybe I might have gotten a look in, you know, yeah. I might have got a look in as being, uh, you know, team a team member, mm. a media liaison, a manager, coach, whatever. Because I can mm. do all those things. I tick all those Definitely. boxes, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I can do all of those things well. But yeah. um, surfing New Zealand, no, nah, they. I, I guess they think that everything I do is a joke, but it's not a joke. Life's not a joke. Life's serious, yep. and it should be taken seriously, mm-hmm. especially when it comes to things like managing teams, which is something I'm very good at managing. Yeah, yeah and and uh, and being this. a motivator. Yeah, being a motivator, I think I would have boosted morale even more. Awesome, but morale, maybe yeah. to the point because it sounds like you guys had pretty good team morale. Yeah, we had awesome morale. Can you have too much team morale? No. If, never. if I was there, would I have enhanced it to the point where? We you know, we went thing. Super San on it, or whatever, you know, that Dragon Ball Z shit. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. we did, you know, just had a, amazing morale. Um, or what I've been a, a distraction because my morale boost thing would have been. I'm not sure. Took I, I would have enjoyed it, that's for sure. Would have been uh, entertaining. Yeah, because I wouldn't have been trying to rattle you. Yeah, I would yeah. have been trying to push you because we help, weren't. Yeah. We wouldn't be competing against each uh, other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but um, no. Hopefully, been. next time you know, Surfing New Zealand will hit me up about that. Uh, but they probably won't. Um, I don't know why. There's they've got something against me, but that's cool. <laughs> um, whatever. But um, no, I was going to go back to the last time I represented New Zealand. Um, was quite a quite a while ago, and we went to Portugal for Portugal. the for the worlds the same the same event, but it was in Portugal. Yeah. And that was a fucking shambles. Was it? Yeah, it was a bit of a shambles. It was a good time. Was it the open world? It was like the open team. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. legit, bro. Yeah, like fucking, I was in there. I was surfing against Ben Bourgeois. Oh, Bourgeois. And like CJ Hobgood and oh, the good. Yeah, CJ Hobgood um, won the event. Oh yeah. But uh, it, was, it was an ama- like had such an amazing time. Oh, fun to but then in that we had management. We had a manager. We had a coach. We had a chef. We Chef. had a masseuse. Really? No, we didn't have those things. Uh. But we did. We did have a manager. We did have a manager, and we had a coach, and then we had a a judge. Mm, and the yep. fucked up we're, thing was, we had to pay for those judge. guys to go. And that's uh-huh. what I was fucked off about. Mm. I was just like, so we're paying for these dudes to have a holiday. We're mm. like fucking Gav. 
he fell down a flight of fucking stairs when he was pissed <laughs> one night and almost killed himself. And then people are like, who's that guy? And we're like, oh, that's, that's ours, he's ours, he's our, co- he's our fucking, was he ours? He's our judge. judge. And they're like, whoa, he's got terrible judgment of gravity. And we're like, yeah, he does. He doesn't judge gravity, he judges you out there in the surf. And they're like, oh, shit, really? He judges us out there? Fucking what kind of cockamamie operation is this? But anyway, we had him, we had um, fucking, we had Dave, Safa Dave, he was our manager. And started? He actually did a pretty good job. Yeah. He, um, well, he drove us around in the van a couple of times. Um, yeah. So I That's mean, he didn't good. crash, so that was good. Yeah. And we had Cosa, and Cosa was our coach. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I don't know. He didn't really coach shit because we didn't do very well. But he did. Corey Scott. Yeah, Cosa. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he Cosa. did shoot photos. Yeah. And I did get a cover out of it, which was oh. cool. So that was kind of yeah, it was good for good. me. Yeah, that's really definitely good, good for me. Um, but uh, it was fuck. That was an eye-opening experience. Mm. So many awesome things happened. Um, our good friend Noel got dead last in the world. So he was officially the worst surfer in the world. Noel's all right. Yeah. And, and so, because most of the time you go into an event mm. and if you come dead last, you come dead last equal with someone else. Yeah. Yeah. You're always equal because yeah. you have an equal amount of yes, heat. people or, losing. Yeah, and, you get it. Yeah. So with him, he his heat that he lost was a four-man heat, <laughs> and every other heat in that round was a three-man heat. Oh, no way. So, so he, he was the only person, he came dead last. So he was the worst surfer in the world. And we didn't even pick up on that until he told us. He's that fucking... I could oh not believe God. that he told us. He's like, hey, guys, I just want to point this out. I came on the worst surfer in the world. And we're like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, you know how all the heats were three-man heats, apart from mine, it was a four-man heat. And we're like, oh, my God, you're the oh worst surfer God. in the world, and you just told us that. And that's one thing that I'll never forget. He's that actually been the worst surfer in the world. The worst surfer in the world. And because it's not something that you can define. You can't define who the worst surfer in the world is. But if you go in an official an event and uh, a, a world title, world championship event, and you come dead last out of everyone, then that makes that official. Then you are officially the worst surfer in the world. <laughs> So, uh, congratulations, Leon Santoric, worst surfer in the world, and he well, hasn't mate. been in an event since, so he still retains that title of worst <laughs> surfer in the world. That is good. Yeah. That but, is um, good. Portugal, eh? Portugal, bro. Turned it on for the boys. And then did I tell you how like we got chased by this massive-ass dude out of the strip club? Strip club? Yeah. No. Because we didn't realise it was a strip club. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. No, we didn't. <laughs> we had no idea it was a strip club. We just thought it was this bar. Um, and then we went in there and we didn't realise that we had to buy drinks when we were in there because we didn't know it was a strip club yeah. and we saw these like naked girls and stuff and we're like whoa it's very liberal here in Portugal <laughs> these these women are just dancing on the stage because we'd never been to a strip club before because we're like quite angelic young men yeah. and um, we're like oh shit what's going on here and then turns out unbeknownst to us it was a strip club and we were supposed to purchase drinks for the girls oh, yeah. or something we didn't know how it worked because obviously you know being the um the good angelic children that we that we were at the time um we, we didn't know what was going on and then um so we left the bar and then some guy chased us out of the bar and didn't buy drinks because we didn't buy drinks and we didn't know what was going on so you know through just fear yeah some guy yelling at us in portuguese chased us down the street and we didn't even know what was we just terrified for Did our you lives just start running yeah, we started running, of course, because <laughs> we know we knew we'd done something wrong. Yeah, because I was lying. We'd actually been to strip clubs before. 
Yeah. To be truthfully honest. <laughs> to be truthfully yeah. honest. Tr- truthfully truthful about it. Yeah. No, um, Japan's a cool place. That's probably one of my favourite places to go, I reckon. Shrimp clubs there? Not sure. Nah. Not sure. I'm pretty sure there would be in the in the big smoke. Tokyo? Tokyo. Tokyo's a pretty crazy city. Did you go to Tokyo? I didn't this trip, but that the that was my third time there this year. Third time in Japan this year? Yeah. Yeah, I what went to the a fuck? six thousand at the start of the year and then a fifteen hundred and then that world event, yeah. So how's your um Harigato Gazaimas hate? That's it. That's it. That's it. Mushy mushy. Oh, bro, that's yeah. pretty rough. Yeah, that's amazing. You've been there three times. Three times, yeah. So, so do you get citizenship? What's the deal with that? Nah, I don't know how it works, but you just get a visa when you just get a stamp. Yeah, because yeah, I thought it was normal. like if you go somewhere enough times, you you become a citizen. Real? I don't know, man. I'm just making this up as I go. Nah. I just you just get a stamp and the thing. I think you get a month there, maybe ninety days. Yeah. And then you can do whatever's. Do whatever's. Do whatever's. Well, we went, so you can oh, start a small business for maybe, a month? Maybe, yeah, yeah. Start selling mince and cheese pies in Tokyo. How do you reckon I that would go? Of, I thought of that once. Yeah? Actually. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's too much sushi. Too much sushi? Yeah. So sushi is like the pies. The pie of oh, Japanese cuisine. Oh, not really, cuisine. actually. I reckon no? it's like more like ramen, ramen yeah. Yeah, but if you go to a convenience store, if you go to one of those Seven Elevens, oh, do you buy yeah, like true, a little true, bowl of ramen? True, like, true. what's your pie? True. Like, if you were sushi, going, sushi, sure. so sushi, yeah, yeah, so sushi yeah. is the the yeah, pie yeah, yeah. of Japanese cuisine. Yeah. But like, yeah, definitely. But there's not not too many sushi restaurants, you know, around. No, there's a few sushi a lot of ramen, trains. isn't it? There's a lot of ramen and like, yeah, like soupy meals and it's really good food. I love yeah, food. I love people. ramen. Yeah, me too, man. I, I ate I put a lot of ramen. A, put on a lot of weight when I'm in yeah. there for like a week. Just do you do you like do you, do you eat ramen at home? Mm, actually, my wife made a ramen the other day. The yeah. other night it was beautiful. Yeah, some mm, like a gyoza, I, I get, just a couple of gyoza, Yeah, so. I get pissed off because I eat a lot of ramen, mm. and then like my friends and flatmates and shit are like, "Whoa, what are you doing eating two minute noodles again?" <laughs> like, it's not two minute noodles; it's ramen, because there is a difference. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Well, um, you cook them obviously longer than two minutes. Oh, okay. Two yeah. minutes you is let a, it soak for a little bit more. Yeah, oh, I yeah. don't know. It's definitely not two minute noodles because okay. I put. Um, Does it come in a packet? It says Megari on it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But that's still ramen. Okay. Yeah. You I don't know. It, it just makes me feel with a bit of soup. It just makes me feel a little bit okay. better about my um, my dietary choices. Yeah, that's good. yeah. But it probably essentially they are two minute noodles. Okay. But then I put like an egg in it. So if you say come over for a like mean feed of ramen. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay, it's just probably going to be two-minute noodles. Yeah, but, but they'll be good. Okay. They'll be good. It's not like you're just your regular two-minute noodles. It's not like I'm just going to throw a packet of two-minute noodles in a flavour sachet and chuck it in the microwave. No? Like, I'll do that, but then I'll also put, like, some chilli sauce in it and maybe an egg on top. <laughs> oh, real? It's fucking... Spice it up I've zhuzhed. I've zhuzhed yeah. it up. No. But they're good, but, you know, it's yeah. just what you do when you're struggling mm. financially in your life. <laughs> Ah, oh, so uh, I mean, what what's next? You've got a contest coming up. Yep, going back to Phillip Island, in Melbourne, which is awesome. That's where my mum used to live, and she got heaps of friends. And go see my little brother down there. And oh, and true, yeah. My little brother's in Torquay, so I'll go do maybe a few days after the comp. Um, the waves are—I love that place down there. The waves are so cool. The weather's pretty nice usually. 
It's a Melbourne Cup on that weekend. It's all going. It's going to be happening. It's all going to be happening. Melbourne Cup is yeah, that like racing? A horse racing, yeah. Horse racing. I think it's pretty big, but I fucking hate horse it. racing. Yeah, well, yeah. It's a good excuse to for everyone to dress up and and yeah. pretty much just get wasted and just spend all their money. Really, I just feel bad for those horses. Yeah. Have you ever yeah. ridden a horse? No, nah, you. Uh, yeah, I have. Have you? Yeah. Is it scary? I always thought it was because they're like beautiful beasts. Eh? Yeah, they are, and that's why I'd never wanted to ride a horse. It was like I don't want to, I don't want to disrupt this this mm. beautiful animal's um, day. Mm. Like I don't want, I don't want to piss it off. Like this horse is just cruising around, being a horse. Like mm. I wouldn't like it if some something fucking just came and jumped on my back and was like, <laughs> you know, started hitting me and was like, hurry up, take me there. And I'd be pissed <laughs> off be about that. Out of it, eh? But no, the only time I did it was I was at my brother's place and they had um, this horse, Harriet Hazard the Horse. Mm. And um, and she was a pretty cool horse. And, I th- oh, fuck, what was it? It was around Christmas time or something and I had a few beers. And then I was just, I went up to Harriet and I offered her some beer. Oh, yeah. And she accepted the beer. And so she thirsty. had some beer. She was a thirsty horse. Mm. And so I got her maybe a little bit tipsy, and then I was a little bit tipsy. So we're both like on that same kind of level, yeah. and we kind of we bonded a little bit, yeah. like we'd become friends. Yep. I looked in her eyes, looked deep in her eyes, I could see into her soul and see that she wasn't a tormented, tortured animal. Mm-hmm. That she was, she was free. Yep. She was re- a relatively free animal, and uh, and I could tell at that moment that she didn't mind if I. Jumped on her back and just had a little ride, so um, so I just jumped on on the back of this horse <laughs> and fucking rode rode her, just rode the horse around sure. the paddock for a little bit with well, no, no um, what do you call it? Straddle? Uh, no saddle. 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 No, it was bareback, as they call it. <laughs> no, you don't think of the other kind of bareback. That's where that term came from, from riding bareback. But I was actually riding bareback on a horse. Oh, okay. But yeah, so I, I rode around her, um, on the horse for probably 10 minutes and it was, it was actually a very nice experience and I would like to do it again. But then the second time that I went to try and have a ride on um, Hazard the Horse, I, w- I was sober and she was also sober oh, yeah. and it just wasn't the right time. So I didn't, I didn't ride her the second time, okay. although I kind of wanted to, but it just, I just wasn't feeling it. We just... You know, our bond, we'd lost that bond from that first time. Oh, yeah. But um, it's cool. It's a good experience. Yeah. But I just, yeah, I'm not really into those horse racing. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. Went a lot of money, but... Bit, a bit Have a little punt, eh? Yeah, a little but, punt here and there, you know? Yeah. Just on nah. some funny name. Horses? No, not, not a fan of that, eh? Yeah. Yeah, let's make up a zany name for this horse and then we'll put some money on it. Yeah, and try yeah, and make it real fit. Strong. Yeah. Man, they're big, eh? Sorry, that was a massive segue and just a story about me riding a horse <laughs> when I was just trying to talk to you about this event that you've got coming up. Yeah, yeah, no. Anyway, <coughs> uh, first of all, we've got Hoop Nation basketball tournament next weekend. Oh, Hoop Nation. Yeah. yeah. yeah that You're a bit be too fun. short for basketball, yeah, though. Yeah, but, oh, you know, I'm pretty fast. Mm. Yeah, you know, like cut the lane, get into the corner, bang a couple threes here and there. Oh, okay. Yeah, you know, basketball talk. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I go that, and then and it's my birthday, so that'll be fun. And then ten days after that, we'll go. I go to Melbourne, yeah, Philip Island. What QS one thousand down there? It's probably my last event, QS event of the year. Uh, hopefully, go take it out and get my ratings back up for the start of next year. Um, 
And then, yeah, Hawks Bay. There's a backdoor Hawks Bay comp. You can do that? No. Okay. That's cool. That's good to know. And then, yeah, just working until Christmas pretty much and then back on the tour next year, hopefully. So that, so that's the plan? Like next that's year plan. you're going to keep keep grinding away? Yeah, definitely. I'm trying to work my anus off at the moment to get some money and get some money together. I'm trying to like, do well in the events and... Um, yeah, all up into Christmas and save as much money as I can and then go to Aussie and do all those comps over there and see how I go. And Obviously with the Olympics and stuff like that and the ISAs and stuff like that, I'd love to keep representing New Zealand and do that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Does it, does it, uh, does it ever get to a point, though, where you're like, and you're like losing a vent or whatever and you're like, fuck, why am I still doing this? Yeah, 100%. Like pretty much every event. You, if you don't do well, you're like far out. What have I done wrong? Like, what am I doing wrong? Or, like, what am I gonna do now? Or, like, why am I doing this? It's like it's so many questions go through your head. But at the same time, you know you're you're there for a reason, and your 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 ability's good enough, and you know maybe your mental stuff's good enough. It's just sometimes the luck comes into it, and mm. you know all these factors. Just I don't know. It's 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 tough, especially when you're like I don't know. I'm not that old, but you know. 28, 29, getting a little bit older, you start thinking a lot more about it and what's in the future and stuff like that. But yeah, and every event is different, I guess. And your your mind, you got to have the right mindset is like key, I reckon. And you kind of got to block a lot of stuff out yeah. during the event. And it's quite it's kind of hard, especially if you got heaps on at home or whatever, family and friends or whatever you got on. So it's it's quite hard to block a lot of stuff out, but then. You got to focus on what you want to do and yeah, job that's true. Hand. You can't, you can't, you kind of got to be a little bit unwavering about it and just be like, well, this is what I do, yeah, and this is what I'm gonna do, mm-hmm. and this is my, this is my plan A, and I don't have a plan B. Yeah, well, that's and, pretty much what I've had. But that's that's the way yeah. you got to do it because you have to kind of go all into, into your, it. Yeah, because if you have those, you're worried about I don't know if you stuff. if you have yeah. a if you have an option option B, mm. which is it's cool to have an option B, but you don't want to look at that option B. You mm. want to just go hard at that fucking option A. Yeah, which is is definitely is definitely a very very hard thing it's to do. It's hard. easy easy said than done because yeah. yeah, obviously you have those moments where you get beat down and you just mm. continue to get beat down and you're like, well, no, nah, this is this is me. This is what I do got to do and yeah. I got to keep doing it and. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess you get those moments and stuff where, where you're probably like, oh fucking, yeah, well, this is really hard, like, yeah. you know, and especially and now, like with with the money thing yeah, and yeah. all that, and yeah, it's like the last few, two years I've been doing so well, so I've been thinking about more stuff, like how am I going to get the money together, or like if I make this heat, I might make a bit more money and a bit more points, and you know, it just all kind of like you know it just kind of stacks up in your brain and you're always thinking about it but at the same time you just got to block it out and focus on what you got in front of you right now and just make the most of all your opportunities you get but um yeah I kind of wish I studied a little bit when I was younger and when I was competing and traveling and stuff but that's always hindsight, hindsight. oh hindsight, hindsight. yeah, yeah that's that's the thing as well you can't look at hindsight because it's it's meaningless it does absolutely nothing for you all it does is create more anxiety for you yeah but no yeah everything's pretty good at the moment i mean i'm i'm working 
three to three days a week, which is cool. I get to surf and hang out with you, Luke, which is awesome. Well, that's a fucking bonus, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, that's a bonus. Um, yeah, and still traveling and competing and loving it. That's good. Yeah. And so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I always like to hang out with you because you've got such a positive state of mind. Thanks. You never really seem to be too down about anything, mm. which is, you know, it's not, it's not always easy. Nah. I get down about shit all the fucking time. Yeah. That's why I like hanging out with you, and then I'm just like, oh shit, Billy's all happy, and I'm like, oh fuck, sweet, I can be happy as it's well. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. Everything is all good. So, um, but you've seen, I want to talk to you about that um, Andy Irons documentary. Oh, yes, yes. You've seen that? I downloaded it as soon as it went onto iTunes. Yeah. And we, we as a team, actually watched it in Japan. Oh, you did? Before we competed, yeah. We all got together and watched it in um, our hotel room and yeah it was in such a crazy insight of what actually goes on and what other people are going through that you don't realise what's going on and yeah it's crazy to think like it was pretty deep and you, you just don't know you, you, you oh, have no outside, idea eh? yeah. from the outside you just don't know with like just everyone really yeah well that's the thing and I yeah, I absolutely love that documentary. Yeah, me too. It was so straight up and and it was just so deep. honest. Yeah. It was so honest. Yeah, and I kind of always thought with uh, with professional sports mm-hmm. and a lot with professional surfing is that a lot of that sort of thing is is kind of swept under the rug. Yeah, people, you know, these professional athletes are put on this pedestal, mm-hmm. so they're they're made to. They're portrayed as as gods yeah. almost, like not real people. Mm-hmm. But then when you see this other side of them, it's like holy shit, they're going through the same sort of yeah, yeah, yeah. issues. They have the same problems as fucking anyone else. But you'll never ever see that because it's not it's not going to sell board shorts. Mm-hmm. If you see someone flawed, you're like, oh, you know. I, I mean, right. I guess that's probably the perception from a marketing standpoint is that you know, oh, no one's going to want to buy shorts if they see that. You know, this guy has fucking has depression or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah. You know, yeah. But for me, when when I see, you know, it's not something to be celebrated. Like if someone has has issues, like mental issues or mm-hmm. whatever, like. But it should be completely accepted. Yeah, 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 totally. And and I th- that's what I loved about seeing that that true that honest yeah. documentary about Andy Irons was that he was going through all this shit yeah. but you just no one had any idea yeah. no one knew that he was just this fucking guy that was you know he was battling he was struggling with his life mm. but you just see the fucking trophies the above his head yeah. you know you see all that you see the fucking the, the tip the of the times. iceberg all the good times yeah um, yeah it's, it's crazy like yeah just anyone like even if you're walking down the street or whatever I just always think like smile or give them a wave if they wave at you you know like you never know what they're up to or what everyone's journey's up to and yeah I don't know I just try and be positive and put positive thoughts into into people's minds and you know try and make everyone happy yeah well exactly it's hard to make people happy yeah well yeah exactly I know what you mean like a little bit project project positivity people you know like if you can tell people when people are struggling and stuff you know yeah even just saying if you want to hang out or I don't know yeah you know, and I, I think it's good because the, the stigma of that is changing as well mm-hmm. like even a few years ago you know it was something that it was almost well I wouldn't say a taboo subject to talk about but it, it wasn't something that was 
openly and freely discussed between mm. people especially guys like you're not going to talk about yeah, your mental health or anything like that really or what you, anyway, or what you're what you going through yeah. like it's hard yeah, yeah yeah but i think that's changing which is it's such a positive thing yeah because i don't know growing up it's it's not anything that i would ever talk about no. between my friends until i started you know going through going through some shit yeah, yeah, in yeah. terms of like relationships and all that sort of thing a couple hard and times then, yeah, some, you yeah, go through yeah, yeah. some hard times, you're like, oh, fuck, maybe I should talk to someone about mm-hmm. that. You talk to someone about it, and then they're like, oh, well, actually, I've gone through some similar things. Yeah, that's pretty easy. Yeah, just catch up with a friend over a beer and talk about some life stuff, and then you feel a lot better, too. Yeah. In yourself, you're like, you, you've released a little bit. and Oh, absolutely. I think everyone needs to kind of, like, you know, get shit out there yeah. at some point. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, I guess it's just opening up those uh, those discussions, opening up the dialogue, yeah. and I guess more awareness about um, yeah mental health, people's feelings, mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, like surfing is like we said before, it's pretty selfish. So mm. you're kind of contained in yourself and kind of just want to do the best for yourself, not really like focused on anyone else. But yeah, like every, everything I've had and done and I've been so appreciative and you know it's not going to last forever so I made the most of it and making the most of it and will continue to make most of every day I guess yeah well I think that's the thing too because not everyone has you know the natural talent Mm. has natural talent to be able to succeed at something you know like like you've been able to succeed Mm -hmm. and I think if you've got that talent then you just kind of have to fucking you know, right until the wheels fall off. Yeah. Yep. So if you're if you're forty and you're still like ripping, you're still going at it, then you just keep going at it. Oh yeah. Look at how old is look at Slater. He's like fifty eight. <laughs> he's he's still punching, bro. He's still going ripping too. Yeah, he is. He's just amazing. Yeah. But um, now you would have cracked it by that point. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Right. Well, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. That's the plan. Yeah. That is the plan. Um. Oh man. Have you seen this that I'm drinking here? What is that? Um. So this is a. It's a tonic that I made. Yeah. It's. Looks like. What is it? Dirt it's cane. Water. No, it's cane pepper. Lemon juice. Lemon yep. Lemon. Uh, lemon juice, obviously water and apple cider vinegar. Oh yeah. 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 You know what the cayenne pepper's for? Have you ever had cayenne pepper? It's real spicy, yeah? Yeah, it's very spicy. Yeah. But it is really good for your circulation. Oh, yeah? Yeah. True. Really good for your circulation. If you have a shot of like a teaspoon of cayenne pepper mm-hmm. and a glass of warm water, you have a shot of that, it's like having a shot of coffee. Real? Yeah. Spicy as fuck, but it'll make you go. <laughs> it'll definitely make you go. Good times. Um... So yeah, I mean, what else? What else have we got going on? What else we got on the agenda? On the agenda. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There was something that I was going to talk about. Um. Uh. Oh, something really important. <laughs> like, Everything um, you say is pretty important. Oh, I know. I've got yeah. so much amazing um, gold. Yeah. To yeah. talk about. Just quality, chat. Yeah. Well, we'll finish light. Um. Just what's been happening in the Raglan Surf Report lately? What has been happening? I don't know, man. <laughs> it's been a lot. You've been doing 
Pretty good, eh? There's some good uh, content coming out of the Raven Circle. Oh, well, I'm just trying to enlighten people yeah. and just bring some, yeah, bring up some some topical what, uh, issues and things of that nature. Yeah. We're yeah. working on something at the moment, which would be pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're working on a, a little video. Uh, I'm not sure what it is yet. Yeah. Just not working. sure what it is. Just it's working on it. It's mainly Billy surfing. Painting it. Um... Because, uh, well, it's, it's a film of Billy surfing. Because I can't film the, the two of us. Ideally, it would be Billy and me in well, a video. Yeah, well, but, we, um, we can ease, easily arrange Well, it. yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. figure that out. It's, um, it's just because I'm such a good filmer. Like You are pretty good, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. Where did, How did you learn how to film like that? Oh, man, it's just... I've just got an eye for composition. Yeah? I've got an eye for composition. How do you, like... For c- lighting, come up for with, like, direction. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know because I've never really filmed surfing before. But even like even your ideas, like what, how does it all come about? Oh, I don't know. I really don't know. I couldn't tell. You got some pretty good ideas though, eh? Like every videos. Yeah, well, I think this next one's going to be pretty good, just because we're going to have some good surfing in there. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, I just yeah. I mean, hopefully you can film me a little bit. Mm. But then I don't trust your filming because my film, you'll you know. My yeah, filming's mine, pretty good. Yeah, your filming is really good. My filming's probably not up to scratch, but yeah. Yeah, my filming it's and your pro- surfing probably, you know, together, that's surfing. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's dream team. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's teamwork makes the dream work. Yeah, so this next clip should be good, eh? Yeah, mm. it should be good. But I'm just not sure where we're going to go with it. Yeah. But I think we should maybe get out there soon and film this next part at Rock Gardens. Yeah, we'll go check it out. Yeah. It's a crazy... Cyclone-ish, storm-ish thing coming through right now. So. It's uh, we're looking at thirty to forty knot onshore winds, and it's raining. So it's not going to be that good for me <laughs> standing out there filming you. It's fun for me though. Hopefully, there's little runners. Yeah, but um, yeah. Hopefully, we can incorporate that in this new video that's going to be dropping in the next couple of weeks. So uh, if you're listening to this, stay stay tuned for that one because it's going to be an absolute doozy. And oh, um, doozy. It's a doozy. Doozy. I don't. No, not a doocy. Oh. That's like a... Po- What's it? Is it? Yeah, a doocy. Is it? Like a two. A deuce. Ah. Yeah. Oh, sorry. A doozy. A doozy. I don't usually say that. That just kind of slipped out. But, um, yeah. So, uh, keep an eye out for that. And, um... Fuck, that's about it, really. Um, been good talking to you, Billy. Cheers, Luke. And, uh, yeah, let's get out there. Yeah.